Hey everyone, it's Katie Patrick again. As we continue working behind the scenes, developing new projects for all of you, we thought we'd continue looking into the archives for important stories that struck a chord with our audience. This first story certainly did just that, with hundreds of thousands of you viewing, commenting, and sharing this story of a mom who went to her school board meeting dressed in the same outfit as a drag performer who was allowed to sexually dance for children at a school assembly. Kudos to this mama bear for standing up for what's right. And shame on these school board members and administrators for allowing this man to sexually dance for students in school. Here's Educated. Let's get educated. That's why we're here, to bring you the stories impacting K-12 classrooms and college campuses. It's time for a little education. Welcome one and welcome all, all the way to infinity. I am Katie Petrick, joined as always by Mr. David Firazzo. We start today in Ankeny, Iowa, where we have a mama bear who decided to fight fire with fire by dressing in the same skimpy outfit that a drag queen wore to seductively, of course, dance in front of kids at school. David, what are we talking about? So this is a fascinating story, and guys, when you see this, if you haven't heard about this, kudos to this mom. Mama Bear. Oh my goodness, yes, Mama Bear. She's the founder of the parental rights group, by the way, Iowa Mama Bears. But here's what happened. Months after this Iowa school hosted a drag event featuring multiple performers who encouraged students to explore their gender identities, one mother wearing the same outfit as one of the performers, now this is key, blasted school board members over their alleged failure to address parental concerns. So why was she upset about this particular drag guy or drag show, sorry, drag person? Watch this first video. Are you okay over there? Ouch! <laughs> Usually the gentleman, anytime that happens. Ooh. But it, I guess in this case. Yeah. Um, A-okay. Yeah, pretty elastic there. But but I forgot to mention the mom's name, Kimberly Rikes. Um, God bless you. There she is, guys. Now, she was apparently, um, well, upset like a lot of mama bears and a lot of dads were by seeing this at the school. And she said this. I think we've got a video of her. But she was upset basically because it was months and months since she complained to the school board and she didn't hear anything back. In other words, poo-poo, they poo-pooed it, which a lot of school boards do, unfortunately. Um, that's changing little by little, but so she said we're into the school year. She doesn't have any answers. But during her presentation, uh, Katie, we just saw a picture of her. Just your thoughts, that, that takes guts to do that in public, especially if you're conservative, but she made a point saying, hey, this is what the drag guy dressed like in front of your children. Well, I'll say it takes balls to do that, which she apparently has more kahunas than the drag performer nice does, twist. as we can see there. But what she did, she actually went up to the school board and she had a, a jacket and sweats on mm -hmm. and started telling the school board, hey, it's been, what, 131 days now since this has happened and yet, you're all sitting up there, school board, and nothing. Nothing, crickets, crickets, crickets. And so then she takes off the sweatshirt and the pants and has the drag performer's, I guess, outfit underneath, which kudos to her for also in 
taking her own hard-earned money and investing in that outfit, which probably cost a lot of money because the fewer the amount of clothing, pretty much the more expensive it is. <laughs> but anyway, so she stood up there, and then she had, I'm guessing, a fellow mama bear or a friend, whoever it was, hold a poster, mm-hmm. actually, uh, in front of everyone, and David can tell you what was actually on that poster. Well, before we get to that, and that's we are going to talk about that. It's an important part of the story. But let's, ta- let's look at the video of the mom who actually uh, discusses this uh, school board allowing it to happen. Go ahead. Does this outfit make you turn your head? Does this outfit seem appropriate for anybody here to see? Because if this makes your head turn, if this pisses you off, then it's true. Because this guy walked into our school doing it. This is not okay. This is not okay for you to see. This is not okay for our kids to see. And I hope to God you guys do the right thing. And you put into it, you make public apologies to us parents who have to have our kids sit there and go through this. Because this is wrong. So Katie, Mama Bear. this is not okay, she said. What do you think if gutsy moms, mamas, mama bears would try this in school board meetings across the country. Do you think that would have an impact? Because seeing it in person might be a little stunning to some, but this is what the kids are seeing. Well, this is what kids are seeing day in and day out. And she even says that, you know, uh, it should upset you and, you know, that she purposely violated what the dress code is to do this. Mm -hmm. It's going at this moment in time, because of the way we as a society act, the shock value like nothing really does shock us anymore. Yeah, it's almost like because she's trying to show that you should actually have some sort of decency to you by her coming out there to put the shock in to prove that you should have decency. She's doing opposite, but then that's what provides the shock because we're so accustomed to like if if she would have just walked down the halls, no one probably would have said anything because it would have just blended in with everyone else kind of in these outfits. But it takes this kind of attitude and, and I guess, mm-hmm. spunk, if you will, yeah. in front of these what, who are supposed to be adults representing and helping your children uh, to get any sort of a response. And the thing is, it may not even come as she's already been in front of them before to talk about it. It's been 131 days. And at this point, it's been much longer than that. So does anything now that she put the outfit on yeah. does that finally get them to move we don't I, know i hope so iowa mama bears and there are mama bears across the country hopefully in groups like this now let's see the poster we were talking about just a minute ago uh, put that up there it, this is amazing it's a dancer it's a drag guy but look at his face this guy is satanic apparently it's it's that's just demonic and now in our schools now that's what he was dressed like and that's what the mama bear uh, Kimberly Reich, that's what she was mocking, not mocking, but patterning herself. Look at this. So she's dressing like that, and this is okay for kids? Well, I'll bet a lot of adults at that school board meeting that maybe did not know about this, and you have to assume that some of them didn't. I'll bet they were shocked, but it's Ankeny Community School District. Apparently, they're notorious for dismissing parental concerns, and um, she and other parents desire um, assurances that their children are provided a safe and secure environment at school. I want to end on this note for as far as my point here, and I want to get Katie's response. According to studies, now this brings us all kind of together, as many as 90% of young people who claim a transgender identity, 90%, but are not encouraged 
to socially or medically transition, 90% of those will no longer identify as transgender when they become adults, 90%. But what we're, ha we're seeing is, Katie, teachers and some parents are affirming, thinking they're helping these confused children, and that's causing a lot of problems that they're gonna have to live with for the rest of their lives. And when this statistic came out, right away, I know all the defenders are gonna say, well, that's 10%, David. That is 10%. <laughs> but you have to think, it's the 90% of the ones who do claim transgender. How many claim transgender? What percent overall? Very few to begin with. Yep. So if 90% of that very few to begin with, we're probably talking, again, like one who isn't. One, maybe per school unless you're in these big blue cities, which may be more, but you're changing everything. Mm -hmm. And I mean everything yep. for everyone else of the 99% mm -hmm. for the one. I'm not saying ostracize the one, I'm saying work with the one, help the one, Yes. but you're leaving the rest to just bow down yep. to these this <clears throat> satanic type, type action according to that drag queen right he's yep. a sat satanist yep. so that's where we're at yep it's interesting uh, all right still to come friends in alabama middle school uh teachers survey asks students about their gender identities and their parents political beliefs that's next there's nothing like poking the bear See that transition? <laughs> uh -huh. Mama Bear. If you can't. Okay, nothing like poking nice, the bear. Nice. All right, well, we have a teacher at an Alabama middle school who decided to hand out a survey asking not only gender identity, but, you know, hey, what are your parents' political beliefs? I, 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 need, to, I need to know that. Uh, here we go. Hey, this happened actually at the Huntsville City Schools. Specifically, this was a civics course, at least, I'll put it out there. At least this wasn't in math class or gym class. Like, by the way, I need to know your parents' political yeah. beliefs because that's, we've reported on many a time that happening. So it was a civics course at Challenger Middle School. Great name for a school there, Challenger. These students had to complete a 48-question survey that allegedly asked children if they identified as cisgender, transgender, or non-binary. And according to parents, it also asked them if they would choose or would be willing or choosing uh, to participate in Extreme body modification. What? I guess any of us over the age of 30 may, might want some extreme body extreme. modification. EBM, but extreme that's just, body modification. That's just, you know, maybe eating better and working out. All right, anyway. <laughs> parents had stated that they were not notified about the questionnaire or the nature of the questions. And one anonymous parent, because as we know, if parents actually put their names out there and uh, the school is aware of it, you might get put on a list on Facebook. They'll be doxxed. We'll be doxxed. Ala, uh, was that Fairfax? I think it was Fat Fairfax or Loudoun County. It was one of them in Virginia <laughs> that did that. Anyway, okay, back to the point. Uh, an anonymous parent said, the very last question was, are your parents liberal or progressive in their political thought? And the only answer was yes, no, or neutral, which I feel is very inappropriate to ask a child, and it only asked for liberals, and it is definitely targeting conservative parents. And again, this is a middle school. Middle schoolers already don't know what's happening yes, most of the time. Exactly. Adults don't know what's happening most of the time. These, these adults don't know the difference between liberal, wow. conservative, what these ideologies actually mean, much less a middle schooler. So 
you're a middle schooler. You have three options, apparently. What are you putting down? This, Who knows? This is like an attempt at data mining. Yeah, think? It? It's pretty scary. <laughs> yeah. So I like the part in the article over at the blaze. I asked my daughter, where did you get this question from? And she said, I had a survey today in my civics class, and that was one of the last questions on the survey. This is really astounding, and it, they're not even hiding this, Oh, why Katie? would they? No, they don't. Because they I, don't care. Do you think the assumption is that most kids in that class won't even tell their parents? Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's, for sure, especially yeah. at the middle school. Yeah. What'd I mean, you do today? They don't Nothing. Understand. I ask my kids all the time, the ones I supervise at my apple orchard, I say, what did you learn this week in English and history? This weekend's responses were nothing. I said, are you reading a book? No. We had to take a test in poems. Oh, okay. Poems? Well, I got that. But in history class, what are you learning? Uh, I don't care. I was like, okay. <laughs> That's where we're at. But anyway, we have a video for you to, uh, to take a look at what's happening here. Those questions included things like uh, sexual orientation and asking the students how liberal their parents were. There were 48 questions in this survey. They were not vetted or approved by the school leadership or the district. The principal here at Challenger Middle School saying this survey didn't meet school standards. It's not clear if the teacher who included this in their lesson will face any disciplinary actions by the district because the district said they refused to comment on personnel matters. But the principal did send out an email to parents this week saying the teacher was asked to remove that survey and now they're apologizing to parents for the error. Oh yes, mea culpa, mea culpa. Oh of yeah, and I'm by, sorry. I'm by so the sorry. way, another, so sorry. yet another sorry. teacher wasn't vetted apparently. Of course. Yes, in, and as <laughs> a school, more, uh, school board member who was uh, upset for the parents' reaction, Andrea Alvarez said, it was a mistake made by a new teacher and handled within one hour of the superintendent being notified. Unfortunately, the parent decided that social media needed to find out before the school. Okay, every new teacher we have, and pretty much any teacher who's maybe 10 years or less experience at this point, should be considered all in the same group because they're coming from all the same kind of education background and being told in their education classes at college that everything must be race, class, gender. And I know it because yep. I've been in it. Yep. And this is at every class that this is how you need to approach everything. And so if you don't have the right race or the right class or the right gender, or if you don't think progressively, liberally, the way they want you to, then you obviously are the bad people. And this new teacher, I would bet all the few pennies that I actually have, this. That, yeah, either the teacher thinks absolutely nothing was wrong with yeah. it and or the teacher thought this is exactly what is done because that's how that teacher was taught to teach. Right. So. And we did a show earlier where we talked about the NEA president, Becky Pringle, and what she was saying to the crowds of teachers from across the country. Why would a young teacher or any teacher think this was not OK after hearing her as well? Well, there you go. Now, when we come back, rut row. <laughs> the classic cartoon Scooby-Doo gives into the Rainbow Mafia as it outs, oh, I'm not even going to tell you who, one of their characters no. for all children to enjoy. Stay tuned. Today's show is sponsored by our friends at MyPillow. Save up to 66% on pristine quality bedding, towels, slippers, signature pillows, and much more when you use the code EDUCATED. That's E-D-U-C-A-T-E-D, -E EDUCATED. Support this show and a great American company.
We have all seen the Scooby-Doo at some point, and some of us <laughs> enjoy Scooby-Doo. Uh-huh. And some of us <laughs> think Scooby-Doo's just all right. And it looks like I'm on the uh, smarter end of it, because as we know, it must have gone woke. Because otherwise, they wouldn't be having more and more cartoons. But they're having more and more cartoons, which means they went woke. And we know now, Velma. Velma is a lesbian. Say it isn't so. The cartoon has preferences. And so last week, the new Trick or Treat Scooby-Doo movie came out, and so did Velma. (laughs) The scene shows the Mystery Inc. member. Yeah, they're part of Mystery Inc., you know, in their van. Uh, She was being all googly-eyed and speechless when they encountered a costume designer named Coco Diablo. Diablo! (laughs) And uh, apparently because she went all googly-eyed, all cartoony, confirmed suspicions that have been held by the Scooby-Doo fan base who live on Reddit sub streams (laughs) or whatever the heck they're called. Yeah, apparently for for decades, people have been caring about Velma, a cartoon character and her sexuality. So there's that. Somebody now, had too much time on their hands. Oh, a lot. Of, well, these are okay. Anyway, <laughs> the, the 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 scene is uh, was shown on Twitter and the Twitter sphere, and they went all gaga for it. So you decide. And as promised, here are your Scooby Snacks. Jinkies. I'm sure that Coco made some brilliant observations in the encounter we just had. The cute one's right. Esteban, show them my brilliant observations. Okay. No. Is nothing sacred anymore? No, David, it is not. Not even Scoob? Scooby, well, come on, Scooby-Doo has lots of other come on, Scoob. I- issues going on. Now, uh. it has been a long open <laughs> secret among fans and Scooby-Doo creatives that Velma is gay. Uh, even James Gunn, who wrote the early live-action films, and Tony Cervone, or T- Cervone, I'm not even sure, who served as the supervising producer on the Mystery Incorporated series, have confirmed the character's sexuality. But you know what? They were never able to make it like official on screen. It's like their lifelong dream is to get a cartoon character to be a lesbian. And hey, they've finally done it. Now, back in 2020, Gunn had tweeted that he tried to make Velma a lesbian in the live-action movies. In 2001, Velma was explicitly gay in my initial script, he wrote. But the studio just kept watering it down and watering it down, becoming ambiguous. The version shot, and then nothing in the released version. And finally, having a boyfriend in the sequel. But hey... The cartoon character can now be who she wants to be and speak her truth. I'm glad you brought that up. Parental warning. Cartoons. Cartoons. You now have to be very, very aware and active, proactive about what kind of cartoons your young children are watching because remember what Disney was doing too? Hey, they're trying to put in as many LGBTQ characters into their Disney productions, not just the cartoons. So parents... Be warned. Full Disney, full, uh, I guess, Sesame Street, all of it. Anything that once was, they're just updating and making everyone have a gay character, a transgender character, all of it. Yep. Anyway, before we go, is up next, as we discuss a famed computer game from the 90s being made into a musical, and Oreo, oh, Oreo, is announcing a new flavor to top, oh, close your ears, top the pumpkin spice for the holiday season. We're just going to have to see what David has to say about this. Stick around. 
We want to hear from you. If you have a question or comment for Katie, David, or any of our other show hosts, simply visit stayeducated.org. That's stayeducated.org and submit your question or comment. Our team loves to hear from you and might just give you a shout out on air. Again, visit stayeducated.org and connect with us. All right, before we go, let me ask you, Miss Katie, mm. do you remember playing the computer game Oregon Trail oh, as you, a kid? Have you heard oh, about it? Oh, you bet your bottom dollar. We would put in the teachers we didn't like so much and, Seriously? Maybe, and maybe hope that they sort of got a disease and died. We were, Ooh, we were honest bad. confession. Honest confession. Yeah. Well, despite the fact that nobody asked for it, the famed video game about the Old West is being turned into a musical? Uh, the filmmakers behind the new released movie, Lyle, Lyle, Crocodile, and the songwriters of The Greatest Showman are teaming up to develop Oregon Trail into a dark comedy musical. The Oregon Trail was first released in 1974, designed as an educational computer game for students to learn the circumstances of 19th century pioneer migration. The series has since spawned numerous sequels over the years, with the most recent published by Apple in 2000, uh, 2021. Katie, would you brave the threats of snake bites and dysentery to see uh, a musical about people covered in wagons? Or in covered wagons. In covered wagons, like I said. Here's or covered deal. in wagons. If they want to make it interactive, <laughs> just allow everyone to have like pop guns and be able to shoot the buffalo. That's, I mean, did you ever play the game? Pop guns. Pop guns, like, so it'd be safe. They have pop guns and then they can shoot the buffalo. And if they get to haul off the buffalo off the stage, win-win. But yes, hopefully uh, hopefully no dysentery for all of you. But hey, that game did teach me about dysentery, let me tell you, all and right. snake bites. So there is some education there. Well, if that doesn't do it for you, another blast from the past is set to hit theaters next spring. Let's take a first look at Super Mario Brothers. I finally found it. Now who's gonna stop me? That's right, from the studio that brought you Despicable Me, The Minions, and Sing, Illumination is paired up with Nintendo to bring the video game Super Mario Brothers to the big screen. Chris Pratt leads the all-star cast, including Charlie Day, Seth Rogen, Jack Black, Keegan-Michael Key, and Fred Armisen. Super Mario Brothers is set to hit theaters April 7th of next year. Katie, were you a Nintendo kid growing up? Two ways to look at this. Yes and no. Yes, I was. We had a, we got a Super NES in our house. No, because I had two older brothers and they wouldn't let me play. So I sat and watched a lot. Oh, my apologies. All right, let's wrap, th wrap things up with a little treat for some of you out there. Mega Cookie Giant Oreo is releasing a new flavor for the holidays and sadly it has nothing to do with pumpkin spice or apple pie. Nope. I introduce to you the Snickerdoodle Oreo. Ooh. The seasonal cookie will feature a cinnamon flavor cream and 
festive red and green sugar crystals. Fans will be able to get their hands on the newest addition to the Oreo lineup starting October 17. Katie, I must say mm. we might have to get our hands on this new cookie oh, yes. and compare it to the pumpkin spice uh, one that Oreo attempted to release. Yes, I want to know, David and I want to know, if you want to see that, we will try it. We will try all the holiday everythings. Yeah. You Send us, us your us suggestions. Know. Send us suggestions, ideas. We need yeah. to know what products are out there. We will definitely do that. Yep. That wraps up this segment. More to come next time. Now, as always, please, again, if you have a question or a comment, please let us know by visiting stayeducated.org. Now, for David and myself, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And thank you for supporting what we do. Until next time, stay educated.